Hi everybody, this is Pat here from the Smashing Skull Sessions and welcome to another episode of The Review Room. And this week I'm delighted to be joined by Rich Bewley and Tim Peenenberg, lads. Great to have you back. Hello. Hello. We're still missing one man. <laughs> missing in action. He did, return in action. From, <laughs> he did return from Japan, but uh, now he's got internet issues. So uh, it's, it's a technological failure that prevents him from being with us tonight. So That's he sends his apologies. Maybe he should have stayed in Japan so rich and we could have had a better reception, I'd say. But look, absolutely. Okay. Well, um, we have his track. We're going to have a discussion on it. So look, we're going to kick straight into it, guys. I'm going to go with track number one, which is Bipolar Architecture, guys. I know you know much about him. Um, they had an album about two years ago, Depression Land. Tim, would you have been familiar with that? You know, True Project no, no, Records, no? That's no, a new one. Yeah, this track is called Death of the Architect. Um, it's not coming out till February 24, the album, which is called metaphysicize let's go straight to track my talk after guys because uh, i have a lot to say <laughs> There you have it. That is Death of the Architect from Bipolar Architecture. The album is Metaphysicized, which has been released on February 2024 through Pelagic Records. Just to quote what they've mentioned themselves here, as two years after releasing Depression Land, a formidable full-length debut that brought together elements of black metal, panoramic, post-rock ambience, Berlin-based, heavy collective bipolar architecture are ready to unleash Metaphysicize the next brutal evolution of their groundbreaking genre-defying sound. Well done for um, pronouncing the album, by the way, because uh, I yeah, really was, struggle with that. There was practice and there was a few <laughs> fucking mistakes, I can assure you. <laughs> right. I'm going to kick off on it, guys, because this track, boy, is immense. It is absolutely immense. The tone, the production is crisp and powerful. The track weighs a fucking ton. It's unreal. Uh, shredded riffs. I don't think you can get 
more shredded than that. Like it, it's straight in there. There's no time wasting in this track. It, it ebbs and flows, plenty of peaks and troughs, like, but there's no delay. Everything just constantly moves, you know. I was comparing bands like, uh, but this, I'm finding it hard to compare it to anything because it's so diverse in its structure, you know. And yeah. um, so, man, I, I I can't get enough of it. It's on repeat all week. Luckily enough, I got sent the album and the album is, is equally as good as this track, lads. It's non-stop start to finish. Tim, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely uh, agree. It's a very impressive, uh, impressive song. Yeah. Some, uh, some old school vibes in it. Old school, traditional death, I think, especially in the, in the drumming. Uh-huh. But also a mix with the modern, uh, more modern uh, influences. Some mm. a little bit of a electronic piece in, in the middle. Somehow reminded me a little bit of a Danish band, uh, Ill Disposed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very impressive, very impressive. So, uh, like you said, like very uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of things happening in it. There is that you mentioned the drums, Tim. The blast beats like and those double kicks. Holy shit, like that just Rogers, blow your yeah. mind. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Rich, what yeah. do you think yourself? Yeah, um, new band to me, which I'm mm. I was surprised about actually, because um I do follow Pelagic. Um, but I missed this um this release, albeit the album's not out, as you say, till no. February. Um yeah, I liked the opening, nice atmospheric, posty kind of opening, which mm-hmm. kind of lulled me into thinking it was going to be more sort of post-metal. And then obviously it gets down to business pretty quickly after that was, <laughs> like yeah. you say, some furious blast beats, um, mm. which I enjoyed, and some seriously throaty vocals as well, which, mm. as you know, I'm not big on shouty vocals, but I think these really work. Um, they, you know, they pattern well with the uh, with the aggressive uh, blast beats. Um, the midsection is quite playful, quite experimental, um, mm. and then it just kicks right off again into yeah. a massive um, climax, which is uh, yeah quite exciting. Um, yeah, it packs a lot, as Tim said, it packs a lot into under six minutes, which yeah. I'm in favour of again because as you know I'm not my attention span's not. Wonderful. I get to about six or seven minutes and then I start to wander on, on most things. Even. That's, it. That's age, Rich. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Even post-rock that I really like. Um, I kind of find myself drifting off, off sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Wake up again. <laughs> really? So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I have to challenge her by We Lost the Sea now. I have to skip the first sort of six or seven minutes because uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I've fallen asleep. But you know, and not in a, I love I love the band, but it's yeah. like you say, it's just I've hit fifty now, so it's 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 terrifically difficult to uh, not go for a snooze uh, as soon as I sit on the sofa. Hitting fifty, it's like a ledge, isn't it? You just, you just fall off. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Only happened. Yeah, only happened a couple of months ago. Still have a couple of years to go down. Three years. Oh, well, well done, you. Yeah, just uh, yeah, just prepare yourself, Tim, because it's just it's just sleep at the drop of a hat, basically. Uh, anyway, sorry, Rich, you've gone you off on a huge tangent. There, Rich. You know, you said you're yeah. not the biggest fan of Deathly Grows or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them. Like, what sets these apart from the others? Then is it because they follow the melody or something? Or yeah, I think they're less dominant, perhaps a little bit yeah. slightly under the mix. Uh-huh. Um, and that's always my issue. It's like, um, you know, when when 
when a melody or some really powerful sonic sonics be mm. interrupted. I find it quite annoying sometimes when suddenly the vocalist comes in and starts screaming over the top of a track that I'm really enjoying. I'm like, yeah, there's no yeah. need for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't do anything other than piss me off quite a lot of the time, quite frankly. Um, but there's, uh, I mean, 20% of the time, yeah, they get it right with the vocals for me because it's either in the right place in the mix or it suits... Yeah. the crescendos or the peaks of troughs yeah. in the music and the combination i mean i've said it before sound like a stuck record sometimes but the combination between clean and growled or not clean mm. vocals again that contrast and the peaks and troughs of the music that i can i can get into that more yeah. often than not um yeah. but yeah that's that's my issue with with um, some heavy vocals yeah, I, I'm sorry to say, like, I love heavy vocals most, most 90% of the time, as opposed to you're lesser than that, obviously. But if it's a five minute track where it's aggressive vocals from start to finish, that's too much for me. There needs mm. to be a, there needs to be a break there. Like there needs to be a breakdown, yeah. whether without it or with a, a clean vocal or something. Tim, you're more into the death metal scene than either of the two of us. Like, would you, you ever sort of overthink that <laughs> like we are? <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I agree. Uh, I think I mentioned it also before that nowadays I think some uh, most of the times the, the more aggressive vocals to me mm-hmm. sound a little bit of a, how you call it thirteen and a dozen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, almost the same. Uh, so uh, when uh, when I put on a record and I hear something different in in, in, the, in the vocal or uh, like you said, Pat, um, a, a variation in mm-hmm. it. That for me that has something extra and then yeah. I then resonates more mm. easier. Yeah. Yeah. Well anyway, look, on the track itself, guys, I think we're all agreed. Fantastic. It's Fantastic. a top effort. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. For everybody else again. If you haven't heard Depression Land, which is already, I can't believe it's two years old, don't be afraid to go on Bandcap, check them out. Uh Pelagic Records again. You can't go too far wrong, Les. February 24 for this one, but check out the track and there's a fantastic video to go with this on YouTube as well. I'm also wondering, Pat, yeah. what bipolar architecture might look like in reality. <laughs> I don't even think that far ahead. <laughs> I struggled to get the album name right. So I know. Uh, no, you did. You did. I liked <laughs> the name, but I was thinking when I when I when I was doing some research on the band, I was like, I was I wonder where that name came from and also yeah. what what bipolar architecture would actually look like. Um, Maybe Jackson Pollock doing some buildings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, are you going Either to shed some light in it, Rich? Or lots of, well, no, that. no, I mean, presumably it'd be lots of skyscrapers and then lots of uh, sort of holes in the ground or something. I don't know. But next right. to it. Right. Anyway. Anyway, that's a super track, lads. Right. Track number two. Um, I'm going to leave this in the cable hands of yourself, Tim. This is your bad boy. Yeah. Uh, three Eyes of the Void, uh, Ukrainian, Polish, um, post black metal band didn't know them before mm-hmm. somehow the algorithm of the internet uh, <laughs> supplied it to me uh, Found the you. Last, last couple of weeks weeks somewhere and a friend recommended there after that also so the, i had to check it out uh first 
I thought, okay, that's very impressive. That's cool. But I, then I listened it a couple of more times, mm -hmm. full blasting in the, in the living room. Like, oh, yeah, oh, there's a lot of happening yeah. here in, in this in the whole album. But the song uh, I, I picked also, Descent. Descent. Um, you want to listen to it first? And then yes, give it a blast, Tim. Let's mm. give it a blast. Yeah. All Guys, there you go. That's Tim's choice, guys. Three Eyes of the Void. The track is Descent from the album The Atheist, which is out on October 27th, released by Falter Records. Tim, lead lead away again there on this one. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a very cool uh, cool song, Descent. Mm. Um, it starts off with a more chanting vocal. How you, I don't know how you call it. And chanting. Chanting, <laughs> I'd go the same. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I think it's cool that later on there's the more black metal scream coming in. And it's very aggressive, very uh, fast double, uh, double bass, black metal style. Um, and in the middle of the song, the song breaks and then the start, there starts a bit of a lounge jazzy with a saxophone, the, the, the saxophonist from uh, White Ward. <laughs> uh plays that um and i i found it cool that they stay for four minutes in that launch and later on they start uh, aggressive again and you, you could have expected that they br uh, will uh will br bring back the vocals back mm -hmm. again they don't mm -hmm. they, they mm -hmm. keep it instrumental and i thought that very cool that is a cool choice to do that um and, and then it stays there and it even yeah finishes off also with a piano coming in so yeah, it has some white ward vibes also because of the, yes. the violin and the, the progressive elements, I think, and the yeah. combination with the black metal. So, yeah, very impressive. Super track, super track. Very Brilliant. cool. What do you think, Rich? Yeah, I liked it. Um, it's quite a progressive feel to the opening. Um, you know, again, I, I read um, their Bandcamp bio um, and the tags at the bottom, and it was generally black metal being mentioned, no mention of prog. So, again, it was a surprising opening. But then, obviously, um, you know, the black metal starts to kick in. Um, it's a nice combination of clean and harsh vocals. That works for me, as we discussed before. Um, 
musically it's very dense i think i want the guitar parts to be a bit cleaner than, and clearer in the midsection than than i'm hearing but hmm. again it's just personal choice and i think it's probably the the blacker element of their sounds that i'm not getting on with as yeah. well yeah. um and then the serene piano outro was quite a surprise um you know a nice surprise like tim I was expecting it to finish, you know, blasting its way through to a, to, to a big climax. That didn't mm -hmm. happen. Mm -hmm. So it suggests, I haven't heard anything else by the band, but it might suggest that, you know, they do like to to change things up and, and, and have some variation in their music, which, you know, I'll certainly um, be checking out. Yeah. There's definitely, definitely more to them than meets the three eyes. Thank you. <laughs> nice people. <laughs> How can I follow that up for fuck's sake? That's it. I did pre-prepare that one. I have to. Oh, well, it's not something that was spontaneous. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, here's my my mere observations on it. Right. Again, like Tim, I loved everything about it here. I love the double bass kicks. Incredible. Um, I mentioned to Tim just off air there that there's a band. This track, the minute the minute the harsher vocal came in, Tim, I know if you can remember Moonspell and the album oh, yeah. Wolfheart from yeah, yeah, maybe, it was their first album, maybe was it? I yeah. got that vibe from this track, you know, that gothic style, that 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 vampire sort of atmosphere, you know. That, that's yeah, yeah, it's like the second one, I think. Really the second, first one, I think. But okay. Oh, I think it really or, or just came it, second. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was first, but I don't know. Yeah, okay. I'll correct you there, Tim. I know what you I know what Wolfheart you mean. was first. Okay, sorry. Yeah, but those vocals, so that's where he got it. Um, I love it. It's very melancholic, very downcast. I disagree with you, Tim. Or sorry, Rich, on the mm -hmm. guitar tone. I loved it. I just think it needed that little bit of grittiness, and it, it got it. I think you know maybe that's the black it was, blackened yeah. element coming through. Yeah, it wasn't the tone so much. It was more the mix of the okay. not the guitar parts with the percussion. Just oh, it sounded right. a okay. bit okay. A bit too dense. I just wanted them to be a bit more separate, perhaps. All right. Okay. But it's just it's just a, a mild um, yeah. irritation. But again, we don't want to see you irritated anytime. Which no. Oh, you not definitely don't want to see. Yeah. No, not but, even uh, mildly. No. Not even mildly. But again, Tim saxophone. <laughs> I think we both agree. We both love a bit of saxophone in our music, like. And when I heard this track, and I knew it was your track, and then I heard White Ward was involved, I goes, yeah. Tim all over it, absolutely all over it. Like I listened to the album a few times. I think the album is fantastic. Mm. Uh, I think it's the opening track behind the stars, Tim. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorite tracks at the moment, but this is is a, is a close second. Mm. And again, another band I used to remember there is a bit of a DIY project uh, made by Grey from Greece. I don't know if you ever heard him, Tim or Rich. More post rocky, um, but there was elements of that here too, especially yeah. with the saxophone again. We're checking okay. out. Check so out. yeah, Jesus, thumbs up again. That's the second track that is definite eight, nine out of ten for me, without a doubt. Yeah, I'll agree. A good track. Good stuff. Yeah. Brilliant. Three eyes of the void, lads. The track is descent. The album The Atheist was out by the time this comes out. Was out on October twenty seventh. Released by Photo Records. Fantastic stuff. Track number three already, guys. Uh, Rich Buley, take this one away, man. Yes, this is a band called the Black Garden Circus, who are from Campania, 
I think I've pronounced that correctly, in Italy. They're a three-piece. Um, it's their second album. This track is taken from Epoch, although the second E has got an uh, accent on it, but yes. I'm not going to attempt to pronounce it. Um, it was released at the beginning of November. It follows Everything is Different, the debut album, which came out in 2020, three years ago. Um, it's an opening. It's the opening track, and it's called No Essie. I think <laughs> you're really, really trying to get your pronunciations right here, Richard. This one. they've <laughs> tested you. I've but, stitched uh, myself up by choosing it, but anyway, it was anyway. too good to leave out. Exactly. Let's have a blast of it, lads. have it guys the black garden circus the track is noisy maybe um <laughs> i know is that a better or worse attempt at it than what rich did definitely rich, worse definitely take, worse take, take the lead on it anyway <laughs> yeah um the track is split into four distinct parts for me so you've got um a great dark riff which propels it along to begin mm. with with I really love the drums in the early part of this track. Really powerful, really cleanly hit. Um, and again, with the bass as a three-piece, those three parts working well, but in not in isolation because obviously they're in a band. But they, you know they're they're all playing a part and an equal yeah. part in building the track up. Um, it then breaks into sort of a more thoughtful, introspective kind of playful bit. Um, and then you've just got this sudden urgent riff that comes in with a fairly explosive bass line as well. And yeah, it's um they break it down again, which is the third part, and then it um it fires up for the last couple of minutes into serious sort of Russian circles and pelican territory. I'm sure mm -hmm. those boys mm -hmm. would be pretty proud of producing something like this. So yeah, overall, um really, really interesting, really great. Um took me to different places in the space of it's what yeah. six or seven minutes can't even remember what the track time is yeah seven and a half minutes Rich. Um, yeah. 
And it's part of a six-track album, which is Name Your Price on Bandcamp. So what are you waiting for? Jesus, yeah. I mean, if anybody, I mean, hands on, our hats off to the band for putting their music out there for free. Yeah. I don't get why they do it. I, I suppose I do get why they do it. Like, I mean, but it's deserved of something, you know, isn't it? Absolutely. And, um, you know, like, I, I think they've stated free download today as opposed to name your price. Uh, is there a difference? Uh, possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel guilty because oh, yeah. I downloaded the album quickly last week and didn't pay for it, but I shall be chucking the band some cash. And hopefully this, the fact that I've picked it for this will at least get them some exactly some cash coming in for people that uh, that actually want to pay for the album because um, it's definitely worth a few quid of most people's money, I think. What's that, Tim? Thousands of euros are coming in now after this. Oh, look, come here. The, the, the praise we're going to get because I look forward to the, of viewers. I look forward to the T-shirt arriving in the post, guys. So. It comes through me, Rich. <laughs> Make sure it's an extra large sure. then. Yeah. But yeah, the bass, uh, you mentioned the bass already, Rich. The bass, for me, yeah. was the first thing to strike me. Like The drum, the drum you know, as well was incredible, but the tone of that bass was beautiful loved it absolutely loved yeah. it this is i and there's not i can't i can't see anything wrong about this track it's well mm. played the patterns don't follow the norm just it's a little different a little quirky in places isn't it yeah it even, is even those drum patterns isn't what you'd expect from an intro but yeah more of that absolutely more of that i haven't given in that the album my full time yet and um, but after that track i'll definitely be delving into it yeah absolutely rich or oh, sorry uh tim yeah, I love the the, the swirling drums uh, in the mm. beginning, and uh, yeah, uh, agree with you or both say like also the bass is very massive in, in into the mix and uh, it's cool. But mm. I also like uh, at uh, more at the end of the the song, it's almost like they have two guitars. Mm. I, I hear two, two guitars, I think. So I, I don't know if they have a loop or a, a reverb or or they. Yeah. Recorded in, in two, or I don't know, I don't know how they do it live, but or it just sounds like that. I'm not uh, a musician, so I don't know uh, too much about it, but it's uh, they're producing such a wall of sound mm -hmm. and layered with, with all the three uh, of, of them, so that's pretty, uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. impressive, isn't it? I don't know if it's a, I mean, yeah, because I heard two guitars, and I presume I'm not a musician either that they're using the loop pedal at some point. Yeah. Um, certainly in the, in the latter part of the track, because yeah. um, there are two different lines being played. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah the, the first thing that I I, I, I listened to that uh, bit, um, I had a little bit of uh, I didn't know that they had only one guitar player. I, mm. I had a little bit of feeling of old Judas Priest, you know, the dual guitars, the twin yeah. guitar yeah, part. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And there you go. You mentioned the dual guitar, and you mentioned Judas Priest. I would have mentioned to Lizzie. You know, it's amazing how okay. the comparisons are very. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that dual guitaring is a beautiful thing yeah. to hear. Like, yeah, yeah, pedal boards. That's I suppose that's where the mastery comes, is mm. it? Yeah, yeah, it has to be like. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned Russian circles earlier. Like those boys have pedal boards, as you know, fucking size of the stage. Like so, anything is possible, I suppose. Yes. I mean, we yes. modern technology last. Last play them well and two two members you know so there's hope for us yet guys there's hope for us yeah i mean there's, <laughs> e there's even a fucking guitar there you think i'd know something about it but i don't yeah gone on the days of those one pieces which had you know a, a pair of symbols on their head which they used to you, <laughs> remember 
<laughs> all held by strings attached to your feet and hands <laughs> like a marionette it's not yeah. like that anymore no Jesus times have moved on but come here again as on... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's our third track as we've had three absolute belters that's the Black Garden Circus Noisy I think is the track it's called from the album Epoch or Epoche however you pronounce it Rich I'm not sure but well, you're braver than me. Well yeah, done. Yeah, I am braver. I probably rude that mistake. But anyway, <laughs> as we said, Larry, this is free on Bandcamp. I mean, I want everybody to try and support me if they can. And if you can give something towards the band, as it merch comes out, T-shirts, CDs, whatever, give them their support. Great call, Rich. Nice one. Nice call. Thank you. Glad right. you it. We're on to track number four. Um, this came in to the inbox two weeks ago, guys. This came from a guy called Matt Park, who has his own side project. Bite the boxer, and this is a track called We Can't Just Fly. Have a listen and we'll have a check. So there you have it, guys. That is Bite the Boxer. The track is We Can't Just Fly. He's from England, UK. I'm not sure what part. This has been released, I think, on December 13th is what it says on Bandcamp. But I may, I may be wrong. You may be able to see the full ad now. But look, to quote from his Bandcamp page, um, atmospheric, accessible, yet intricate and genre-fluid music producer Bite the Boxer started releasing music in 2020, has since made an impact with songs that are stylistically varied from industrial post-rock, trip-hop, alt-pop, and ambient lo-fi. There's some new genres for us to fucking chew on, lads. <laughs> I think that's the first time trip-hop's been mentioned it's on the this first show, time. by the way. It is the first time. <clears throat> it's the first time for everything. But again, do you know, this is this was quite refreshing, I thought. Mm. You know, when you get yourself bogged into the, the metal and rock aspect of things, this was a nice break from it all. It's something different. There was a bit of a 65 days of static vibe coming from this track, I thought. Mm-hmm. Maybe a bit of ties from Nebula as well. I think we'll all agree it was a very short track. Samples, textures, fuzzy guitars, a bit of distortion makes it all interesting. Again, almost cinematic at times. Maybe this this could easily have been six or seven, eight minutes from a band that would be more cinematic in approach. You know, this, you could have drawn this track out, but he didn't. So there's a lot of layers in it. Very electronic. But yeah, as I said, it's something different, lads. It's something interesting. 
and I would listen to an album of this music for something different. Tim, what do you think? Yep, I would listen to that also. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, a bit too short, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, mm -hmm. Could have lasted two minutes longer, I think. Uh, but that's a good, it's a good, it's uh, a compliment, course, I think, uh, because it has uh, a lot of melody in it that sticks yeah. really uh, into uh, into your brain, okay. so into my brain uh, at least. Um, and I find it very interesting that there is seems to be two moods: the more uh, the happy, uplifting mood, and a more darker, melancholic. There is actually a good break in it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I found that very uh, attractive and. Uh, yeah, nice, nicely done uh, for a one-man uh, band. And and to do that, as you said, Tim, that contrast in the space of three minutes, you know, yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. Like you get two aspects, as you said, and on. I, I'm not sure the time. Three minutes and four seconds. Like, yeah. So there you go, Rich. What do you make of it? Yeah, similar to you guys. Um, by the way, I mean, bite the boxer. I'm not sure that's allowed, by the way, in professional boxing. <laughs> but uh, we were... <laughs> um, well, exactly, Rich. Yeah, it, it has been done though. Yeah, 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 it has. Um, another interesting name. Made a nice change from all the crashing, banging and walloping that we've had so far, uh -huh. first of all. Um, it's very difficult to put this into a genre box, which we like doing on yeah, the review room, yeah. don't we? So um, it's dark, it's ambient, it's glitchy. There's a word. Um, I got the 65 days vibe, definitely. Um I have listened to a bit of trip hop and it leans towards it, but it's got like a post rock um, fabric to it or okay. foundation. Um, but obviously much more electronic than a lot of post rocks. So hence the 65 days connection, mm -hmm. whether Matt has ever listened to 65 days of static or whether it's just a coincidence would be possibly interesting to know from mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. So um, Matt, 65 days of static are you a fan if not check them out um and yeah like you two guys over too soon it would just yeah. seem like it was getting started and then suddenly it's all over um yeah. but yeah is there i haven't checked it out is the rest of the album are, are the tracks longer are they a similar time frame again i haven't given it too much either because as i said it's it mentions the 13th of december as oh it's not day. out yet sorry it's not out but, yet. I, but i have a feel i have a feeling it might actually be there it's worth checking out but mm. look that that track will make you go to the album anyway i yeah. would think anyone that's listening yeah. in here here's that has any influence with which are any taste or leans towards that 65 days aesthetic vibe will absolutely no brainer check this out yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, a few of the post-rock bands, some of their members are breaking out, aren't they, and doing their own sort of ambient, glitchy mm. stuff. Mm. Um, um, Brave Arrows, you know, the guy from If These Trees Chase Could Talk. Talk. I mean, not all of it is this kind of stuff, but there are a couple of That's tracks. Right, yeah. Again, Mike, reminded me slightly. Michael Socrates, yeah. He's at the Maggio. And you yeah. also have the guy from PG Lost, who's doing it as well, I suppose. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, yeah. Suppose they, yeah. these guys are gifted. They have these talents. They might as well express them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So there you go, Matt. Thanks for the track. Thanks for dropping it by the Smashing Skull sessions and the review room. Really appreciate it. That's bite the boxer. We can't just fly. Head to band camp, lads. As we always say, we're sick of saying it at this stage, but it's it's the truth. Right. Track number five. Another one that came in through the inbox. This is a band called. <clears throat> Humulus, the track is Blackwater from the album Flowers of Death. Um, they're from Italy. It's been released on November the 10th. 
I won't even try and attempt the band members' names because my Italian pronunciation is fucking shocking. So let's go straight to the track. guys that is homulus the track is blackwater from the album flowers of death hailing from italy and um, being released on november the 10th three band members thomas mascheroni giorgio bonacorsi and massimiliano boventi fair play lads nice <laughs> all right down to the music they again just a, a quick bio um recap from something i read on rock and roll garage rock heavy psych space rock stoner it probably epitomizes everything about this really uh the track itself lads i just got that black sabbath vibe from that mm-hmm. opening riff that's that's what i could hear i i again i i do tend to like that 70s vibe i like that song and the guitar again the vocal tone i really enjoyed it just enough rasp in it but not overpowering a bit of barrenness if i was to be so brave as to say that in places Again, this this stone or rock and this this garage rock, whatever you want to call it, it's always there's a you know a, a bit of a positive buzz about it. You know, it's it's definitely driving in the car, windows down, sun shining, which we don't see too much of to be fair, but it's that vibe, you know, that's that's where this music really sort of comes alive, I think. So yeah, a good track. I haven't really heard much of the album. I think it's in the inbox, so I will get to it. Rich, what do you think? Yeah, I'm always up for a bit of uh, stoner psych because, um, mm. I mean, there's plenty of multiple Italian bands that um, are in the same place. Yeah. Um, you thought of Black Sabbath. I actually thought of an Italian band called Black Rainbows. I don't know if you're familiar mm. with those no. guys. No. Um, possibly a bit heavier than these, but again, I've only just heard the one track. Um, it's very well played, but it kind of falls more in the stoner side of things than the psych side of things. And what I mean yeah. by that is it's full of traditional riffs and a couple of solos, and there's less kind of repetition, sort of head spinning repetition and 
and sonic mayhem that you get from the kind of psychedelic mm -hmm. side of some mm -hmm. bands, which is obviously where I tend to be more at musically. Okay. Um, but they have produced their own IPA beer a few years ago, so that's that's Ooh. noteworthy in itself. And it's called Black Stoner. So again, I want a T-shirt from the Black Garden Circus, and I'd like ah. some beer off these guys because uh, we've got them on the show. So yeah, top marks for the beer. Um, the music, as I say, really well played. I will listen to the album because I always like to try and um, place the track that we've reviewed <clears throat> in in the album, if that makes sense, just yeah. to get an overall, yeah. a better picture. Um, so, yeah, thanks for sending it in. Yeah. Do you put music to seasons? Like I mentioned earlier, it's, it's definitely a summer vibe. I find no, all No, strong. I don't. You don't? <laughs> no? It's just me. It is just you, yeah. It, I think you are just alone is in the entire ear, world, actually, as far as that. I don't know. Tim, do you do it? Tim, where would you place this type of music? Do you categorize it at all seasonally, you know? In the season? Yeah, no? I thought you were I talking about salt and pepper. I haven't thought about it. No, okay, it's just me. I haven't thought about in, in season wise. Okay. <laughs> I think that's just me craving a fucking summer, lads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we didn't, didn't really have one, did we? No. Tim, what do you think yourself? Uh, it's it's a good solid song, mm -hmm. um, not too spectacular. Spectacular, I think. Um, the opening riff somehow of some of what reminded me of Queens of the Stone Age mm -hmm. a bit. Good show. But the song, in all in all, stays a little bit in mid tempo. Yeah, yeah. And I like my stoner a bit more up tempo. So <laughs> okay. um, yeah, but but it's, it's played very well. So it's it's, it's a solid song. Yeah, I mean, we're dropping names like Queen of the Stone Age, Baroness, Black Sabbath. Who did you mention? Black Rainbow, was it? Black Rainbows, yeah. You know, I suppose anyone who who delves in those genres and those bands will probably find more in this than we have done in this one track. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 I suppose it's very hard to gauge an album off one track, like, because tracks can be, our albums can be so varied, like, but... um. Mm. Look, I think it's a solid, a solid release. Uh, we wish the guys well. Um, November tenth, so it'll already have been released when this show is out. So best of luck, lads, with that one. Right, we're already on to our last track, last track number six of the night, and another man who's on the missing list. The same man who's on the missing list, actually. Yeah, Rich Murphy. He actually got back, lads, safely from Japan, believe it or not. And he still couldn't fucking make it to the show. So, <laughs> Rich, if you don't mind introducing his track and we'll take it from there. Yeah, not at all. I mean, he did He did actually manage to uh, find the time to uh, um, send us his track. Um, mm. I don't know. I've, I've heard of the band previously. I don't know their music, um, but I'm certainly interested in finding out more about them now. They're called Wolven Nest. Mm -hmm. I believe they're from Belgium. I believe this track is from a recent released album, um, possibly early November, possibly slightly before that. The track is called, and it's very well named, The Dark Path to the Light. Right, let's give it a spin.
Okay, so there you have it, guys. That is Rich Murphy's track. Uh, the band is Wolvenest. The track is called The Dark Path to the Light. Go on, Rich, seeing as you introduced it for Rich Murphy, give us a, a speed on it. Uh, I love the atmosphere of this. This is right up my street. Um, they call themselves black metal, but for me, this is more yeah. doom gaze. Um, there's a lot of um, fuzzy wall of sound guitars going on. Um, it reminds me of a band who are newer, but I'm going to mention them, called ELR from Beautiful. Switzerland, <clears throat> who I absolutely love. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they have a female vocalist. I think, yeah, Wolverness probably got more of an edge to them, more of a metal edge, um, whereas ELR probably going in a shoegazy direction, possibly. But there is a lot of similarity in their music. Mm. Um, it's it's eerie and uplifting in the best possible way for me. Um as I say, it maintains this stunning wall of sound throughout with a nice female vocal. And crucially for me, it doesn't ruin it by bringing in the unnecessary growls because they, they just aren't necessary in this. Blast beats even probably aren't necessary because it just has that massive sound without the need to overdo things. Um yeah, the album it comes from, I haven't listened to yet, but um, Wolven Nest have definitely got a new fan just on this track alone. Great stuff, great stuff. Tim? Um, yeah, I um, uh, I was uh, uh, familiar with this band already a couple of years now. Saw them live two times, I think, or three times. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I love the music they make. It's I think it's, it's a brilliant mu- musicianship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a six-piece band, uh, three guitars, uh, some synth, uh, but also the how you pronounce it, the theremin instrument. The, the oh yeah, the female singer is playing live also that, that instrument, so it's, it gives a very haunting atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's like a, like you you're witnessing a, a mass mass, what do you call mm-hmm. it? Um, uh, I have to say that the whole album. And uh, also the whole uh, show, um, I, I I find it hard to get my attention the whole uh, right up to, till the end mm-hmm. because it stays all in the same mm-hmm. atmosphere and the and the same uh, pace. Cool. Yeah, some variation in, but so that's uh, you have to get into it, and then then it's uh, then it's then, then it's a brilliant stuff, and uh, and also the yeah the, the musicians are very familiar and. Uh, well-known uh, musicians from other bands in, in Belgium, from Brussels, yeah. you know. So that's it's it's pure class what's what's on in there. Yeah. Um, I, I've seen uh, them live a couple of weeks ago at Samhain, and ELR was also playing there. There. Okay. Um, so I I, I I understand that the same uh, 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 vibe, and also uh, the French band was also there. Dolch or Dolch. It's also mm-hmm. a little bit in the same corner, so mm-hmm. okay. yeah, you have to, um, yeah, you have to love it. Or uh, I would, I would say it's an interesting experience live, Tim. Yeah, especially if they get, did they get that sound across because it yeah, is very hot, absolutely, very eerie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, what you hear now, they 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 create that also on stage. That's, that's yeah. brilliant stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like DLR reference, uh, Rich. Like I, I'd be a big fan of VLR as well. Mm. But I think. I don't. I, I. I. think there's 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 more of a difference than you maybe made out. I think personally because okay. I think ELR have a bigger sound. This is very much as as you mentioned him, one tempo. 
as mm-hmm. a DGLR tend yeah. to, to play around with pace yeah. and speed a bit more, you know. Um, but taking nothing away from it, Doom Gaze, as you said, we, we classify it as Doom Gaze. I don't hear black metal there at all. No. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a difference. ELR is also a, a three piece band, so that's less layers, well, more mm. on the thing. And, and this is more the, the three guitars and it's there's layers. Yeah. yeah. I think that's that's fair. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. So, but <clears throat> this this yeah. is more about atmosphere, isn't it? This track, I think. Yeah. Really yeah. Really atmospheric. It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. thick. It's thick in that gothic y haunting stone sound. Yeah. 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 Right, Rich. I think that's uh, why I like Murphy. it. That's why you like it. That's that's basically mm. your your background, Rich, isn't it? That's sort my, of. That's my thing. Yeah. 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 Anyone else? Nice. Anyone else? You could yeah. reference them too, from back in your day. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there is that kind of gothic. I talk. Mm. I'm. I'm going to swerve the question, because talking of gothic. Me and Rich, he is alive because I spent the weekend with him uh, at two different gigs. We went to see A.A. Williams. I'll come back to that in a minute. Um, but we saw the Sisters of Mercy on Saturday night oh, up in Newcastle. Okay, nice. Um, and, uh, yeah, they were great fun. Andrew Eldridge was on top form. That's, a good, that's a good reference to this track, I think, actually, the Sisters of Mercy. A little bit. A little yeah, bit. That, that yeah, atmosphere I mean, there is, yeah. Yeah, but the sisters have always been a bit lo-fi, particularly live. They sound a bit bigger on record, certainly Uh the the album two and three are a bit bigger because they got uh, the wheeled-in meatloaf man, Jim Steinman, for a bit more of a production feel. But they've always had a drum machine rather than live drums, so they've got a kind of, it's almost like a dancey kind of feel to Mm -hmm. live. I thought you were just going to leave it out. They wheeled me cloth in. I would say, come on, don't talk. <laughs> no, you know, um, what was his big, what was Meatloaf's massive hit? I do uh, anything from the one. For, yeah, that one. Yeah. So that was produced by Jim Steinman, who then produced Floodland, the second Sisters of Mercy album. And it's got okay. that kind of histrionic element to the Sisters' second album, which wasn't there before. But anyway. Okay. I've swerved the question successfully, I think. Very um, successfully, yeah. But in fact, in terms of eerie and um, mystical, uh-huh. the support band for A.A. Williams, I don't know if either of you are familiar with them, but they blew me away. A band called Calandra? No. No. No? I have a feeling I've seen the, the actual band name, but I wouldn't know yeah. the music, yeah. From Norway, I think. Okay. Um, so you can imagine she's got a voice like an absolute angel, mm. uh, this tiny little girl who was singing for them. Oh, sorry, girl, that sounds really insulting. Tiny female um, singer, beautiful stuff. I'll send mm. you a link to one of their Dude, tracks. Great it, was, uh, it was special stuff. Brilliant, brilliant. So there you have it. Uh, Rich Murphy, thanks for the track. And as that was our final track. Mm. That was Wolvenest. Uh, the track's called The Dark Path to the Light. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for, for having a chat about it. That's it. That's our six tracks wrapped up. We're starting to ask it at the end of every show. Favourite track of the evening? Where would you go with this one, Rich? For me, it was the last one we heard. Um, I think that was probably the one that I was most positive about. Um, mm. And I think you you decided previously that we're kind of not allowed to uh, vote for the track that we brought into the show. So if did I they mention that today? Yeah, you did, yeah. So if I can't have the Black Garden Circus, then I'll go with uh, with Wolven Nest. And I'll, I've got the album um, downloaded to listen to um, this week. Okay, very good. 
Well, I'm going to break with tradition so much because I'm going to pick the track I brought in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My polar architecture lads yeah. is um, of an absolute... Do as I say, not as I do. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm in control. <laughs> It's definitely my standout track. If there was a close second, it's probably Three Eyes of the Void, purely because I've been listening to that album for the last week, and the whole album is is just top quality. So, yeah. Tim, what did you think? What's your favourite track? Yeah, well, uh, um, of course, the one I, I brought in uh, <laughs> is favourite, but but uh, also the Bipolar and uh, Wolvenest. Uh, and, uh, yeah. It's I, just all of them. seconds. <laughs> Same second. I like the, I like those songs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Even equally, so that uh, yeah, great stuff. And just so everybody knows, actually, all these tracks, guys, are all compiled on the Review Room Collective. It's a Spotify playlist. Keep your eyes out for that too. Right, Rich, uh, Tim, thanks so much, guys. I enjoyed that again. Thank you, Pat. Thank, Thank you. you, Tim. Good, good to catch next, up next month guys we'll be having an end of year special and our plan is to bring three albums must hear albums of the year per man and that'll be interesting uh, so stay tuned for that until then uh, thanks to Rich Dewey who produces and edits the show thanks again to the Rising Sun Brewery who produced some fantastic beer here in Cork they're our main sponsors thanks guys for everything you've done over the course of the year and everybody else we see you all next month take care